0: Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I'm your host. Uh, today we are in episode 24.2 and we're reading the last chapter of Acts, uh, Acts 28. So congratulations, you've made it this far uh, and we are finishing up the fifth book of the New Testament. So congratulations, it's, uh, it's been since October when we started this, October 1st. And so, um, you know, it's just, a, a little bit at a time, uh, we're not, you know, trying to rush through it. We're just trying to understand a little bit more and get to know God a little bit better and, uh, and understand the beginning of the church and, um, you know, just reading God's word. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, it's not easy, you know, for, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's challenging to set aside a little bit of time and, uh just dedicate you know 20 to 30 minutes to just reading your bible so so uh, I won't uh, uh, delay Uh, we'll go ahead and um, pray and then we'll just dive right into the last chapter and then we start Romans uh, tomorrow so that'll be exciting so Uh, all right well let's pray holy God heavenly father we are so thankful and so grateful to you we get to read your word every day, and it's always something new and refreshing and insightful. And we're just thankful that you have given us um, this guide to to you, and uh, just a way to get to know you better and uh, learn how to live according to what your will is. Uh, Lord, we are also so thankful for the gift of your Son Jesus, and we're thankful for his sacrifice on the cross and for um, the blood that he shed uh, for our sins, Lord. We're just so thankful for all that he has done for us. So we just um, lift up this time uh, to you. We uh, ask you to empty us of ourselves and of the world and clear our minds so that we can learn exactly what it is that you want us to learn from today's reading. I'm thankful for those who are out there uh, listening and supporting and... um, just uh, joining in on this journey with uh, me and Jeremiah. So we're just uh, thankful for all that you do. And, uh, and we're thankful for those people that are out there. And um, just put a covering over this moment in time. Lord, we thank you for being our Heavenly Father and for always taking care of us. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way, in Jesus name, amen. Alright, so uh, we are going to go ahead and start with um, twenty-eight, uh, chapter 28, I'm sorry, there's a little bit of distraction in the background, <laughs> I can hear things going on downstairs, I usually try to get this done when I'm home alone, but uh, today wasn't one of those days. Uh, so uh, it's a little late and I am going to get this out before the end of the night, so um, so, let's read chapter 28, episode 24.2. <clears throat> put my readers on. Once, I'm sorry, Paul on the island of Malta. Once we were safe on shore, we learned that we were on the island of Malta. The people of the island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat bit him on the hand. The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, A murderer, no doubt. Though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to live. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. The people waited for him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw that he wasn't harmed, they changed their minds and decided he was a god. Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, 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 the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. As it happened, Publius's father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul went in and prayed for him, and laying his hands on him, he healed him. Then all the other sick people on the island came and were healed as a result we were showered with honors and when the time came to sail people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip paul arrives at rome it was 3 months after the shipwreck that we set sail on another ship that had wintered at the island an alexandrian ship with the twin gods as its figurehead our first stop was syracuse where we stayed 3 days from there we sailed to Regium, Regium. A, day late, a day later, a south wind began blowing, so the following day we sailed up the coast to Puteoli. There we found some believers who invited us to spend a week with them, and so we came to Rome. The brothers and sisters in Rome had heard we were coming, and they came to meet us at the Forum on the Appian Way. Others joined us at the three taverns. When Paul saw them, he was encouraged and thanked God. When we arrived in Rome, Paul was permitted to have his own private lodging, though he was guard, guarded by a soldier. Paul preaches at Rome under guard. Three days after Paul's arrival, he called together the local Jewish leaders. He said to them, Brothers, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Roman government, even though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors. The Romans tried to tried me and wanted to release me, because they found no cause for the death sentence. But when the Jewish leaders protested the decision, I felt it necessary to appeal to Caesar, even though I had no desire to press charges against my own people. I asked you to come here today so we could get acquainted, and so I could explain to you that I am bound with this chain because I believe that the hope of Israel, the Messiah, has already come. They replied, We have had no letters from Judea or reports against you from anyone who has come here, but we want to hear what you believe, for the only thing we know about this movement is that it is denounced everywhere. So a time was set, and on that day, a large number of people came to Paul's lodging. He explained and testified about the kingdom of God and tried to persuade them about Jesus from the scriptures. Using the law of Moses and the books of the prophets, he spoke to them from morning until evening. Some were persuaded by the things he said, but others did not believe. And after they had argued back and forth among themselves, they left with this final word from Paul. The Holy Spirit was right when he said to your ancestors through through Isaiah the prophet, Go and say to this people, When you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do you will not comprehend for the hearts of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear and they have closed their eyes. Their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear and their hearts cannot understand and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. That's Isaiah six, nine through 10. So I went, I want you to know that this salvation from God has also been offered to the Gentiles and they will accept it for the next two years. Paul lived in Rome At his own expense, he welcomed all who visited him, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ. And no one tried to stop it. All right. So um, this kind of wraps up and brings us uh, into Rome. And a few things that I notated um, that, you know, I noticed again, it's the author is Luke, is identifying that he is with Paul by saying we were safe on the shore, we learned that we were on the island of Malta, you know, so he's saying we, we, and so you're, it's obvious that he is uh, witnessing all that this is going on, so it's kind of a first account, <clears throat> and then uh, Paul gets bitten by a snake, uh, but he's unharmed, and, um, and then uh, Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. Um, and then Paul uh, heals his uh, Publius' father and a bunch of other people that came to him. And then Paul arrives in Rome. Uh, they get on a ship and they get to, to Rome. Um, and there he gets to speak to the people in Rome. Paul preaches at Rome under guard, um, so it's not as if he's just running free. You know, he's still, um, you know, he's still a prisoner, basically. Um, and he tells them their story uh, and says, you know, back down in, um, in 20, he says, I believe that the hope of Israel, the Messiah, has already come. Um, we have had no letters. They haven't heard anything about this. Uh, But they're interested in hearing what he has to say. Some of them are saved. Some of them aren't saved. Um, And then he goes on to quote this uh, scripture from Isaiah 6, 9 through 10, basically saying um, that the people are not going to be able to hear. They're not going to understand. They're not going to see. Their hearts are hardened. Um, And he's saying also that God is, uh, so I want you to know that this salvation from God has also been offered to the Gentiles, and they're going to accept it. So you know we're offering it to the Jews, but you know God's also offering it to the to the Gentiles, and then obviously uh, Paul is living in Rome for two years, uh, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ, and no one tries to stop him. So this is this is a good thing, right? But I don't see where he's come in front. He I felt it necessary to appeal to Caesar, so I don't know if he goes in front of Caesar or not, um, I guess we'll find out. Um, I'm gonna be interested to see that. So so that's it, that concludes uh, Acts for, uh, for today and we'll move on to Romans tomorrow. Um, and uh, I, I love the book of Romans. It's got a lot of good uh, stuff and uh, just really meaty. So it's gonna be really good. Uh, Paul is writing this letter to the Romans, so it'll be uh, very interesting to to read. So uh, I'm very excited about that. So, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give you the opportunity to um, to uh, as always. If you haven't made a choice for Christ, uh, if you haven't uh, become a believer, um, I will say the prayer, and you can say it with. And um, and uh, those of you who are uh, believers, you can say it with us and just reaffirm your belief that Jesus is your Lord and Savior so let's pray <clears throat> Heavenly Father today I put my trust in you I'm not perfect and now I've sinned against you please forgive me I thank you for the gift of your son Jesus Christ it's his perfect and holy blood that covers all of my sins past present and future on this day I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. I accept him into my heart. Thank you for my salvation, in Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the kingdom of heaven. Uh, you're in a brotherhood and a sisterhood and your life uh, is, is gonna change exponentially. Um, so we encourage you, uh, Jeremiah and I, encourage you to get to a church or a pastor, or somebody who can help you navigate next steps, um, become uh, involved with a, mis- a ministry, uh, or um, small groups, uh, volunteer—so many things, so many opportunities uh, to serve Christ um, in a church. So I encourage you to do that and uh, just start living for Jesus. Basically, is what it comes down to. So. Uh, That's it for today. Uh, Today was a short day. Um, It's kind of late, and uh, hopefully y'all get to see this today. Um, uh, So that concludes uh, our session for today, and uh, I will be back tomorrow, bright and early, trying to get this in a little bit earlier tomorrow. So God bless you. Have a good night, good day, good morning, whatever time it is that you're listening. And we'll see you then.